0: All right, welcome back to another Talk Experiential Podcast. Pretty excited to have a good buddy of mine, Ryan Gruel, on this new podcast up here in Grand Junction. We're at the Initiate Conference here at uh, Two Rivers or Double Tree or something.
1: Double Double Tree. Tree. (laughs) all right.
0: You haven't been here in a while, so we'll let that slide. It's
1: it's been like six years. (laughs) So, uh, Ryan, tell me about yourself. Uh, Yeah, so I um, obviously... Went to school with this guy over here that uh, when it was Mesa State, now Colorado Mesa University. Uh, finished up in 2004. Um, right out of college, I uh, got into radio and uh, worked full time in radio for about 12 years. Um, and then early on, and I did a number of things at the station. I did uh, you know anything from commercial production to uh, sports broadcasting, I worked in various formats, top 40 country, an 80s-based station, uh, music programming, uh, so gained a lot of experience uh, from that aspect, and then really right off the bat, right out of college, year or two in, is when I my entrepreneurship spirit was born, and I kind of got to thinking, man, maybe I can do something with, uh, my love for music. And the way it was kind of at that time working at the radio station, uh, hosting a show, I would get calls from listeners that would call in and, and ask me, Hey, do you, um, you know, getting married here in a couple months, do you DJ weddings and, or does somebody there do it? And I was like, well, nobody offers that here. And that kind of sparked the idea to maybe do something myself. <clears throat> and so uh, so that's when my my DJ entertainment business was born two thousand and five and started off really small as you know when you start start a business it's extremely just you know grassroots, just kind of getting the ball rolling and um, as the years went on for a good yeah about twelve years, I was full time at the station and then also had my side business as well um, you know, DJing events, parties, weddings. Um, so it was kind of doing both there for the longest time. And then finally, as time went on, I began to grow and add, uh, you know, more sets of equipment to the mix to where I could do multiple events in a day, added a photo booth to the mix. Um, and then finally it got to the point where it's like, I can't do both. I can't do the the radio station and do this. Um, if I were to pick between the two, my, my passion is entrepreneurship. And so that's, I, I basically quit my day job, so to speak. Uh, that was about two and a half years ago or so. Um, still have minimal involvement, um, but for the most part, um, I'm solely doing this. Um, and so it's last couple of years, it's allowed me to really grow even more. And to the point where my, my lighting has taken on a whole new animal, uh, as far as you know, event lighting, like I said, photo booths. I contract out live musicians. Um, it's it's really kind of you know, taking it to another level yeah. since I've had more time to focus on that. And then one quick thing too, I uh, taking me back to my roots uh, at KMSA Radio. Um, you and I,
0: yeah, we were we were Roy doing Fisk. this. <laughs> uh, jo- Joey
1: was a sideline reporter, yeah, for our, uh, doing sports broadcasting. Um, among other things, I think I even interviewed you one time.
0: Well, we made a lot of commercials too. I wish I still had that in my car for a little bit. Uh, it was pretty hilarious.
1: Well, I, I interviewed <laughs> you because you were the standout of uh, intramural flag football. Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. We did okay. Yeah. Back to back. <laughs> I think back to back. We, did, we Chairs. Were. Yeah. yeah. But I am uh, currently the advisor of KMSA at the college. Awesome. And so I get to kind of still have my foot in the door there. It's really a good mix between taking my love for radio, which I had for a long time, and then my business mindset to kind of combine the two and then help some of these students as they venture off to the next level. So, very cool. I think I kind of rambled there too yeah, long, but it's okay. <laughs> Well, a few things. I
0: remember, I believe your first gig was uh, my graduation party here at Two Rivers. Uh, that two, is... Double trade. Keep calling very it Very true.
1: <laughs> very true. That's just so funny to think about, like, where it was. I mean, that was 15 years ago, maybe. Yeah. Ish. Uh, but, you know, a little iPod. Back when iPods were like, you know, I'm sure that for the younger listeners, they're like, what's an iPod? Right.
0: But, uh... So... Uh, so with your DJ business, you, you do it all over uh, uh, western Colorado, all the way down to Telluride. Um, you know, let's kind of talk, dive through that. And what, what do you see differently at events? And um, we'll start with that. What do you see differently at events and what, what's changing um, in, your, in what, we, what you see?
1: Uh, yeah, as far as trends. Trends and, and just, uh,
0: you know, how are you beating the competition to to be part of these these events?
1: Yeah, I mean, there are really a number of things. I think what drives me the most and I think what should drive uh, all entrepreneurs is just having a passion, a love for what you do. Because if you're not doing what you like, then it you're not going to be good at it. You may kind of like, you know, get through it. But... At the end of the day, I think what really drives me is is just my passion for it. Um, I, I really do. I, I There's some huge satisfaction I get at the end of the day when a client is like, man, you just and it's such, weddings is you know mainly what I do, but when they're like a bride comes up and she's like you know, this was perfect. You know, this, this, I mean it's the biggest day of their life um, for a lot of them and um, to be able to, for her to come up to me at the end and and that, that is what kind of keeps me going. That's what gives me I, I want to provide this amazing experience. So I think it for me it's um, what separates me from the competition. I, I would say um, really trying to explain my, my passion um, to potential clients um, you know and, and why I do what I do and, and just being like you talked about today as keynote, Just being real with people, authentic, not trying to hit them with this sales pitch right off the bat. Ask them questions, you know, about themselves. And you develop these relationships with people instead of just, um, okay, here's what I do. Here's what I offer. Sign the bottom line, you know. Well, and for what
0: you do in the event world is, I, I don't know how you do it, but you deal with very, very high stress. Okay. I feel like they're more high stress than anything because these are, you know, people's like memories of something that they've always dreamt of. Like, this is how it's going to be. Like, how do you, how do you handle like if something goes wrong, uh, in in those situations?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, for me as I've, you know, it wasn't always like this, you know, like starting out, you, you you don't have a lot of money. Um, and so you kind of uh, you don't always have backups for things, and so I've, I've definitely learned over the years um, to where I'm at now. I think to deal with stress, it's it's preparation, understanding if something does go wrong, here's how to fix it yeah. right away. Um, and I think almost for everything I do, from you know whether it's microphones to sound setup to. Lighting, because um, that's just technology is never 100%. Like, right. stuff can happen. But being able to, like on a dime, just, okay, I can, if something goes wrong, no problem. I have a quick out to fix it. That eases so much stress. To me, it's worth the, the extra investment to have those backups. Um, and also training my people as well. I have a staff of, of DJs, um, so they know, okay, I'm actually going through some training with um, two people right now, and, and we're going to have a a day of um, troubleshooting, right. like, like kind of like a pretending like we're at the event, and I'm going to unplug things and try things to throw them off. Okay, what, what are you going to do in this situation? So rehearse that now so that when it does actually, um, when the event takes place, they know how to fix it right away, and they're not... Googling on their phone, how do I, know, we've got a solution right away, you know? So.
0: Right. And you got to get people that, that know that up front that can fix mm-hmm. it fast. Um, yet last night we talked about uh, some really cool new technologies that can bring into an experience. Uh, because, you know, I think the cool thing of how you've evolved is you're not just sound anymore. You've, you've evolved a ton more than that. Why don't you kind of touch on that?
1: Yeah. So, you know, started as DJ entertainment. Um, and then over the years it's grown into, yeah, the photo booth, I mentioned lighting. Um, when I say lighting, I mean, I can take a whole room, transform it with color, gobo projectors, um, pin spotlights. I can shoot miniature spotlights down to highlight things. Um, can, Continuing to learn and grow in that area, I've taken some conferences, color theory, all those things with the lighting part of it, uh, and then contracting live musicians. That's something I've added to the mix. I feel like I'm forgetting something, but uh, it's almost like you're,
0: you're creating this full experience package that you're you're providing. That's uh, entertainment
1: based right? Right. So it's it's um it's allowed me to really. Not to where I want to be, all things to all people, but being able to surround myself around people that can help me grow um, to where I can I can really kind of hit a wider scale, you know. Yeah, so cool. So um, you know, going
0: back to like the entrepreneur side and the business side, how how are you finding your clients? Uh,
1: yeah. You know, a lot of it is, especially in a smaller town like Grand Junction. A lot of it is word of mouth, um, you know. Uh, I mean, a lot of times I've DJed for somebody's wedding years ago, and their sister gets married, or their friend, and so um, that's why in the small town, and really, it, the same could be said for you know, big city as well. Because in this day and age, you have Yelp reviews, and you know, there's a big platform out there for that. So developing. Um, Just a good reputation has has been a huge part of it. Um, And I would say, you know, definitely have done some things online, some online advertising, um, you know, social media, trying to stay up with that. Where do you
0: think most of it comes in? Is it uh, word of mouth or is it a lot of incoming?
1: Uh, I would say word of mouth and just developing relationships with vendors. Yeah, Uh, You know, vendors is huge and just just really i think the biggest thing is building that trust with people and i try to operate my business with integrity and and um and i think there's something to be said for that is just building that trust with people which goes can go a long way
0: well throughout your career it's been fun watching you because i could be my parents have a place in Uray, colorado and we drive down there and Guess who I hear on ninety three KMSA or not KMSA ninety three or uh, the Magic? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And your voice pops up. I'm sure that that helped a lot to be able to just be that voice, but also can hire you outside of a uh, right an event like that.
1: Yeah, the rate my my time in radio, um, and I'm still involved. Uh, I mentioned KMSA at the college station, and then also I fill in from time to time still at um, NBC Broadcasting uh, doing various things. But yeah, my, my time in radio has definitely helped me tremendously and just being comfortable in a microphone, understanding music. Um, when I put together playlists for events, uh, my time in radio helped me a ton and just understanding you have like different components of, of songs, the texture of it, the, um, uh, the lyrics, you know, is it a sad song? Is it a Um, up song, is it a ballad, is it not, and how songs flow from one to the next. And my time in radio, you know, programming a station really kind of segued into what I'm doing for these events and, uh, again, training my staff and um, getting them up to speed with that as well. So
0: So with, uh, and again, we talked yesterday about um, being able to use technology to scale your type of business. Um, what are the ways that you're using and when um, one you're currently using just even like finding the songs and working with a client?
1: Yeah, so um, yeah, I'm a big tech guy and we, we talk about that uh, and, and technology can be huge. Uh, for me, it's efficiency, um, being able to... Um, we mentioned things like Calendly.com scheduler where, you know, it used to be the back and forth when I'm trying to get together with a client to meet, are you available Tuesday at three? And you're going back and forth through email. No, I can't do Tuesday. What about Thursday? What about, you know, and it's like, it takes like two days to figure out a time to meet and then you got to cancel, you know? And it's like that headspace and Calendly, I shoot him a link and it access, access is my Google calendar. And they can add something to my calendar, and then it's done. Um, so things like that to really streamline it. I've got a mobile app as well um, for my clients um, that really just makes the process. For me, and every every business is different, for me, I deal with millennials. Right. Like that's my, you know, people getting married between the ages of average 25 to 35, you know. Right. And so millennials, from the stuff that I'm gathering, they want convenience. Um, they want things right away. And, um, and and the digital age, you know, they, they want to be able to communicate um, through social media, through some of these tech forms. And and I think I, I would go to this conference in Vegas and... Uh, Don't quote me on this exact stat, but they were saying that uh, for the first time, I think, 2018, maybe it would have been 2017, was the first year that um, uh, mobile devices, internet traffic was higher on mobile devices versus desktop. Yeah, I heard that. I've
0: heard of uh, And
1: so if you aren't, as a business owner, if you aren't accessible on a phone or tablet, I mean, you're way behind.
0: Well, even even for you to work with a client, too, because I feel like back in the day, like, you probably wrote down, like, what song do we want? You probably had a sheet. Fill this out. Well, now it's, no, let's listen to the song. See if my uh, significant Other likes it to play this song, click it, and it's already on the playlist, and then it plays it for you guys. So it's almost taken a lot of work off your guys' play.
1: Yeah, yeah, it does, it, which allows me to focus on other things that, you know, there there are a lot of, like, managerial tasks, I feel like, that computers have, um, have taken over. Like, yeah, stuff that I used to have to manually do, um you know, five, seven years ago has been, uh, the, the process has been cut in half because of computers, you know, like, yeah, you mentioned the mobile app and allowing my clients to select music and build a playlist and, um, collaborate on that playlist with other people. Um, yeah, it's that, that whole process has, has, been, um, cut in half. I have a, you know, things like a CRM platform. Uh, making workflows that has cleared up a ton of headspace for me, um, where it used to be reminding myself to email people 60 days out, 30 days out, you know, oh, invoices, like now I've got that automated. Like, And then some of it's semi-automated where I make small edits. And So uh, the cool thing about that is, That's allowed me to grow more as a business because I don't have to do spend as much time on these managerial things and I can look into the projector mapping, uh, projection mapping and like some of these other creative ways to grow my business and to. Utilize all these different resources. Speaking of uh, projection mapping, I'm so fascinated about that. <laughs>
0: so, t- tell us a little bit about what that is. Yeah,
1: and, and I can only like vaguely. You know, I, I'm still researching, looking into it, so I don't want to. Um, I can't speak to it too much, but basically, it's taking real life as we know it and using projector and like this scanner thing that will look at the dimensions of an object and that object you can from your computer in real time give it color or throw up photos on this particular object you can have lasers go around it like uh, highlighting the perimeter of it you know and um how I'm going to implement that I'm still like looking into one thing you um, were saying
0: like you know just we're talking about weddings like you put it on a cake and you can put a slideshow around the cake Mm -hmm. I thought that was really interesting on how you can utilize this in different ways I mean I want to use it just for fun at home really right (laughs) I would have a full wall of this yeah Um, just doing cool things yeah um, but it's almost like taking Vegas because in in there's these thick pillars that that light up and change, and mm-hmm. it's, it's nothing. It's but uh, it just being able to see it in a different experience. I think it's it's pretty fascinating that you literally can almost bring something in, make it pop out.
1: Yeah, I mean, it just completely change the whole dynamic of something with color and lights and. Um, yeah, so that that's kind of I, I have a bunch of different ideas and Yeah, You and I, we get together We just go back and forth Brainstorm. all the time
0: It's fun <laughs> Well, cool Well, Ryan, I really appreciate you coming on this podcast It's been fun coming back up here and
1: Yeah We'll do it again Absolutely Cool We'll have to go after this We're going to go wander over To just The Mesa State The old or, stomping grounds
0: sorry, Call it Mesa State Just, just call it Mesa wrong name. Mesa
1: <laughs> Call
0: it Mesa Well, thanks, Ryan. Thanks for joining our podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. If you like what we're doing with Talk Experiential Podcasts, please make sure you five-star it and review it. Also, please share it on Facebook and Twitter or any other social media outlets. Please tell your friends who you think that will get value out of our podcast. Your support will help continue the success of Talk Experiential.